What's up? What's up with it? You're listening to the Bad Cow Podcast, where no cow is too big and no beef is too small. I'm your host, Lindsay Maybe Bad. This show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised. I want you to do it to me, baby. Honey, What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Today is Wednesday, and uh, this is the second episode of what I think I'm going to call Cow Wow Wednesdays. I'm not sure yet, though. <clears throat> not sure if that's going to stick because uh, it sounds a little funny. But, I, you know, I just like rhyming. I like alliterations. I like things that are going to make it easy for you guys to remember. And I have a better chance myself with rhyming or things that kind of sound fun. So... But yes, today is the Cow Wow Wednesday where I like to pick fellow female podcasters to give their show a little listen, a little shout out, a little review, and hoping maybe it's a show that you guys can relate to or would like to check out. Um, sorry if my voice is a little... I went to a hockey game this weekend and I was screaming with the best of them because that's what you're supposed to do at hockey games. People who go to hockey games and they're just quiet, like, Why? Library wasn't open, you know? Anyway, so that's why my voice might be a little wonky. Um, but yeah, here we go. So the episode or the show that I want to share with you guys this week is called Mindset Talks. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm trying to open up my notes here. So the Mindset Talks podcast is a show hosted by two girls, Cassie and Amanda, and they created this show because they both shared a, a, a loss of someone special to them to cancer. And you know what? Although I like to try to watch my potty mouth when I'm reviewing other shows, one of my favorite campaigns ever was the fuck cancer campaign. Because for real, fuck cancer. Right up the asshole. Um, and that's now I'll watch my mouth, okay? I just had to get that out. Um, you know, who... who uh, gets excited when they have that news for the doctor not anybody you know even when it's somebody you really don't like like you never wish that on them that's just it's a horrible thing to have to go through and I think it's unfortunately common so what they talk about on their their show is basically all and everything that comes with dealing with loss grieving um, sharing the the struggles and the challenges that come with just the heartbreak and the, the sadness that you know is expected uh, so a little bit about each host, uh, Cassie lost her dad to cancer and Amanda opened up on their first episode and was talking about how she lost both grandparents and her mother to cancer. Um, and I really liked the way that she described how she felt about it because the word she used was enraged. And I agree. I concur a thousand percent. Like it's just, um, Sad. I mean, yeah, of course, but it's just you get furious when you're dealing with that type of out of your control tragedy. You know, I can't imagine. I've been fortunately lucky to not have anybody I know that was close to me pass away. I mean, I've had grandparents pass away, but we never really had a, a relationship with my grandparents where we were close all the time and we, you know, saw each other regularly. It was more of a like a special times of the year, that kind of thing. Not that we didn't love each other, but the bond, the closeness, it just it wasn't always there. What's sad, though, the only way I feel like I can kind of relate to these girls is 
I never got to meet my one grandmother because she died of cancer um, when my mom was pregnant with me. It's just frustrating. A lot of times people think cancer is totally preventable, but it's not always. Um, sure, if you don't smoke, you might you know, have healthier lungs, but sometimes it just comes out of nowhere and you don't know what to expect. If it's genetic, if it's lifestyle, if it's, you know, it just kind of seems to be a cancer for everything. Some are really almost a death sentence just once you hear that you have it. Others are a little bit easier to maintain or kind of uh, live with. And what I found interesting about this show is, yes, it is it is a sad topic. But there actually is some comic relief and there's some really interesting things that these two talk about because, one, they're sharing it with each other. And I like the shows that kind of have two voices on them because it gives different perspectives to a topic that you kind of think you have a handle on whether you've dealt with it or not everybody knows cancer sucks everybody knows death sucks but there's little things that come up and unless you've been in that position you would never know you would never think like oh yeah I guess that would be kind of weird or that would suck or um that's what I liked about this show and like I said unfortunately cancer is just such a common thing in our society I think a lot of people can appreciate hearing this discussion um yeah, I just thought it was a really unique angle and a different type of sh- I've never, you know, I never come across a show like this. Usually it's something that people try to suppress and push down and not feel or not talk about. But that just, you know, that just makes it in the end way harder to accept and deal with. Um, I'm a big fan of talking, if you guys didn't know. And although it can be very hard to talk about painful past memories or painful things that you know, we'd rather not talk about or not remember it. The more you do it, the better you feel. The more you do it, the easier it gets. And uh, I just really like that they kind of have created this safe space for people to come and feel and hear and and just understand that we're all going through something. And oftentimes, if we could just take a second to listen to each other, I think we could realize how so many things we struggle with are similar or relatable. Um. The, one, the first show I listened to was actually their last show of 2022. I forget the title of it because, you know, <laughs> the devil's in the details. But they're both kind of talking about certain things that have been coming up in their lives regarding these losses. One, uh, Amanda kind of got a random out-of-nowhere call from a medical professional she had met months earlier when she was doing genetic testing for this BRCA gene that she wanted to know if she had or not. And... uh And then I saw on their Instagram page that I guess everybody carries that, but that's not the point I'm making here. This uh, medical professional called her and asked her if she would like to share her story in this project they're doing to help other people who are kind of going through the same experience that she went through. I think she said it was something like it would be a videotape, not necessarily a training, but maybe just something to kind of help people grapple with whatever they're going through and to kind of educate people on what the process might be like. And she, at the time of the show airing, she hadn't decided if she was going to do it or not. And if she still hasn't decided, I just would like to tell her, do it. So do it. Again, not only will it possibly help other people, but the healing, the healing that comes with sharing your story, it gets easier. And you basically what happens is you you become bigger than the fear. You become more powerful than the pain when you do stuff like that. Um, When I was going through my custody battle with my son's dad who was extremely abusive and really hard to deal with and it was just a nightmare Uh, the big you know catalyst 
that started that whole process was uh, when his dad beat the shit out of me and I had to call the police and then he moved out. Um, but after contacting the police and having to do that whole report, a few months later after I'd been working with a counselor and an advocate for domestic violence, the police force in our town asked me to come and speak for a three-day training that they were going to be doing with their officers because they thought it would be very helpful for the officers to hear what it's like for the victim. Because oftentimes, you know, a victim's not really believed. They think either they're embellishing or a lot of times I think what cops think is whatever. Tomorrow you'll be bailing them out of jail, which is probably true. But that doesn't really help the victim if you go into taking their statement or if you just go into the situation at all with that kind of attitude. And so they wanted me to come and kind of just enlighten officers what it's like to be the victim having to make that call and then having to do the statement not knowing if the guy's going to be around the corner watching you talk to the police and then come kill you or and although it wasn't a shining moment in my life when that incident occurred getting the chance to tell police officers maybe like a couple helpful hints and tips that they could use or put into their uh, repertoire for the future really made me feel like I you know, might have made a difference and not only made a difference, but I, it was kind of like therapy. I got to sit there and talk about how hard that was and how much it was, um, you know, how scary it was, how, how unsure I was even making that phone call, how uncertain I was, if, if, if anything was going to come of it, if I was going to be safe and having police cooperation and being on your side is a big factor as far as women, you know, getting out of situations like those. I was really happy that they asked me. Um, of course I was nervous. Of course, I was a little, you know, worried about if I was going to mess up. Or, but usually once you start, it just flows and, and it ends up, you know, the good outweighing the bad. So I highly recommend Amanda do that. Um, in this same episode, Cassie was talking about how... Now, I wasn't really sure how how this situation came to be because, like I said, her father passed away from cancer. But she was talking about a situation where his number is still saved in her phone. And I guess after his death, his mom or her mom, excuse me, her mom took that phone number that used to be his. I'm not sure how that all transpired. Um, I'm not sure if she's talking about maybe her mom calling her from a house phone or if she really did just take, you know, her dad's old phone. Because now when Cassie's mom calls her, her dad's picture shows up and his name and his information. And she's kind of on the fence on whether she should update that or not because... Although she realizes her father's no longer here and, you know, it's, it's obviously not accurate information for who's calling her, but she kind of feels like that's the last, one last piece of him that she still has. One last thing she can hold on to. And she kind of doesn't want to change it because it, you know, but she also doesn't want to hurt her mother's feelings and have her mother feeling any kind of uh, way about that. So she's not sure if she should change the information. And in my opinion... But I, but like I said, I'm not. I couldn't really grasp how that all came to be because that kind of changes what my answer would be. Because the first thing I think is, oh, that would break my heart if my dad died and then I see my phone call and it's him calling. God, that would make me so sad. Jesus, I don't think people understand what losing a loved one puts you through. Those those are the little moments. Those are the unseen, the behind the curtains things that really drag the trauma out. Um. So, I don't know, I don't, as a mother, if I was her mother, I would let her know, like, 
you do whatever the hell you need to do to feel better. Do whatever you need to do to be okay with this. I don't care if it's my number saved in your phone. Just answer the phone, you know? But also, uh, I wouldn't, I don't think I would want to have my dad's picture pop up, but maybe I would, maybe it would make me happy. I don't know. After a while, maybe I'd be able to be a little bit stronger and not cry about it. And maybe it would kind of be like, huh, when I saw the phone, but I'm not really sure. I want her to think about who she is worried about in this, uh, conflict because like I said, if she's just worried about hurting her mom's feelings, I don't think she could. Um, but I don't know her mom. Her mom might be very sensitive. I Like I said, as a mom, I would just want my child to heal and feel better and be okay. Uh, but I also, you know, I, I feel like she should just, whoever, whatever she decides to do, if what she wants is to keep the picture, then girl, keep the picture. You know, as as much as we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, this is your grief too. You know, and it's your grief first and foremost. Like, yes, your mom lost her husband, but you lost your father. Like, not that anyone is harder or worse than the other, but they are going to be different. And I don't think it's fair for anybody to say that you're grieving incorrectly or to be selfish in the manner. I, I mean, to me, I feel like that would be a little bit not uh, maternally motivated to be mad at you about that. If you didn't change it, if you just kept it at your dad's information, I I'm not sure. Like I said, I wish I would have been a little bit more clear on what what brought the circumstances to be that way. But my advice to Cassie is, girl, do what you want, whatever you want. But just know that getting rid of your dad's picture, you're not getting rid of your dad. Your dad is in you, you know, that's what people say. Like, as long as I'm in your heart, then I'm not gone and they're not gone. I still I mean, I don't want to get all paranormal or anything. But I truly don't believe our loved ones leave us, especially in, in a relationship like that. They're always watching over the you. They always have your back. They're always kind of guiding you in there and they're proud of you. And I mean, it depends on, I guess, how, how the relationship was. But it sounds like you guys were close and it sounds like you guys cared about each other. So I think that's not going to be, you know, it's not a deal breaker to get rid of a picture. But it's also not a, I don't think it should be a deal breaker for your mom if you keep it. But that's the type of thing I'm talking about where... You would never even think of that being an issue until you're in those shoes. That's why I really liked this podcast. I really liked how well-spoken the both girls were. I liked how they were being brave and sharing these stories because I'm sure it's painful and I'm sure it's taken time to really kind of get over the hurdles that come with the, you know, just choking up every time you think about something sad like that. And anyways, if, if anybody out there is kind of going through a similar situation and they want to have somebody to be sort of a safe listen space for grief, I highly suggest you talk, uh, try this podcast out. Again, it's called Mindset Talks. I believe it's on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify. They actually record with the same platform as I do. I wonder if they ever had an ambassador ad that screwed them. God. But yeah, I, I just really liked this show. I really enjoyed listening to the two of them because although I like and I enjoy doing the show by myself, one, because I don't have to worry about interrupting or anybody interrupting me. Sometimes, you know, when you have co-hosts, it almost starts off a little uneasy, like, because nobody really knows what to say and they don't want to cut anybody off. They don't want to sound silly and they don't want to sound, un, you know, ingenuine or anything. But these two don't really have that. They actually flow really well together. It's kind of like you're just the third wheel in their conversation. And it's it's easy to get, you know, into whatever they're saying, because you just feel like you're right there with them. You feel like they're being natural. They're being authentic. Um, 
I think you guys will like it. Again, if anybody out there is going through any kind of grief or tragedy of loss, I highly suggest you check out this podcast because they do give a lot of insight to that experience. But also if you're just looking for something new to listen to and you want to hear some girls talk, um, check out the Mindset Talks podcast. I think you're going to like it. I hope they like it whenever they get this review. You know, girls, if you do listen to this, I tried to get a hold of you. Because before I do these shows, I try to get a hold of the host just to let them know, hey, this is what I'm working on. I'll let you know when I'm finished. I'll send you a link so you can see it and hear it or whatever, share it. And I, they have not gotten back to me. I've tried to hit them up on Facebook, Instagram, but I am the last person to uh, be judgmental about getting back to somebody, right? Because that's just, <laughs> I'll get to that when I can. If I even see the message, which I'm assuming they haven't. But if they do happen to listen to this, I just want to tell you guys, keep up the great work. And I'm sorry for your losses. And I think you guys are doing the best thing possible with that by trying to turn it into something that could help others. Um, I think that's awesome. That's great. That says a lot about you. And uh, I hope I get a couple listeners your way. All right, everybody. Till next time. Stay safe. Take care of each other. And uh, girl power.